and I've worked in France for a couple of years. So put it this way, I know when I can hear a French person speak, I can kind of pick up what they're saying. And she said to me, oh, I'm a translator. So when these French people who were sitting opposite us said something, I could understand them. I didn't need her to translate. Yeah. But she said, hang on a minute. Uh, let me translate that for you. Because not even asking us, do no. you speak French? She didn't even know that. She didn't even ask about if I'd worked in no. France that time and gone to that table. I'd worked with a Canadian and spoke fluent Canadian. Yeah. She's just, she just overruled the whole table and she said, let me just tell you what they said. And she said, oh, they want to know, can you... Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. And today we have got such an exciting show for you. Da, da, da. Today we're going to be covering <laughs> the, the wreck of our life. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about the fact that we are now empty nesters. Well, half empty nesters. Yep. We're going to be talking about how Brian's feeling. Shouldn't I want to say that because that's a serious subject. Um, we're going to be talking about the fact Thanks. that the editor, well, no, I'm compassionate. Yeah. The editor, the book that I'm writing, how the editor responded to my first two chapters. And we're going to be sharing with you the Paris story, the famous Paris story that from we, Paris. from Paris, that we talked about, about Bry sitting next to a woman at a restaurant ha uh, yeah, in Paris well, and what happened. Yeah. So, no, I'm just trying to keep it professional, Brian. Okay. That's what we're going to be talking about. We're right. here. There you go. Yeah. I can say my bits in a bit. Yes. What? I can say my bits in a bit. Okay. Let's just get the, the, the serious stuff out of the way now, Brian. How are you feeling? Today? Yes. Oh, I, well, I'm feeling a lot more positive than what I was a few weeks back. Uh, yeah. Should we just it's, give some context to someone who is new to the show? If you've not watched it before, yeah. we did we did a podcast about struggling, which was just me and my mindset and the way I was feeling. Uh, just, you know, losing that sort of spark, which is unusual for me. And it doesn't really happen that often. It has happened once before um, that I'm really quite aware of. Like, you know, apart from just, oh, you're feeling a bit crap today. It wasn't that. It was like, you know, it was quite dark feelings and just about changing your mindset and just looking at things and just analysing things and talking about it. And not only that, you know, a bunch of people then listen to the podcast and then reach out to you and say, yeah. thanks so much for what you've done, because, uh, you know, I feel like that at times and I feel like, and I've been through that and, you know, it, you can be in quite a dark place. And some people even said, I couldn't even listen to your podcast because I'm, I'm feeling like that it's as it is. so bad. Yeah. I know, <laughs> no, and you feel no, sorry for, joking, no, but you feel sorry for people, don't you? It's like when they turn around and say... I couldn't even listen to it. Yeah. I, I I just had to turn it off straight off. Aww. And we didn't, I didn't want it to be that. And it wasn't that, I don't think the, the, that particular podcast was that depressing. It definitely it, wasn't it, depressing. It, it was just, it, all, as it, all as we tried to achieve with it was just about talking about something and just talking it through your mind instead of your own mind because your mind just plays tricks with you and, and answers what you don't really want to hear yeah so that's the idea is that when you actually then and then not only that when you put in, yourself in front of a microphone you, you can I, you know I, I listen to the whole thing because I have to edit the thing so you listen to it and you just think you know sometimes you don't even think who's that guy talking yeah. oh it's actually me you know it's weird and, and, and you end up listening to it and you're thinking what, what's he going to say next and it's like because you can't remember what you said it's weird when you do a podcast mm, doesn't it it is Brian it is you, know, you even met someone today who said I probably know you better than you know yourself I know I know well that's a scary thing isn't and it? it is do you know yeah. the best little antidote for being the, the having the, the oh, hang on what am I trying to say hang on <laughs> that all the came out antidote. <laughs> the best way to have a good that was it the best way to have a good memory is to tell the truth. Uh, yes, yeah. These, That's these... a long-winded way of saying when I met that guy and he said, I know you better than you know yourself. Yes. All I could think was, well, everything I've said is true. So I don't, I don't, don't start panicking this because I did have a little bit of a, a hot sweat, you know, because you're thinking, oh my God, what have I said? And you think, well, no, everything I've said is true. So mm. if he asks me a question, you know, I can answer him. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is they know because you gave, you give them a little clip for an hour or two or whatever it is and they analyze it and they can yeah. play it again and play it again and when we've done our podcast 
very rarely, really, do you ever listen to it again. So oh, I can't listen. You to haven't my got podcast. a clue what's going on. No. You know, I always feel sorry for people who have, have done films and that. Oh, I love that part you're in. And you go, yeah, I've done six other parts since that film, yeah. and I haven't got a clue what it, the script even was. You know, if you're new to the channel, by the way, I just want to say that because you might be here and you're thinking, oh, who is this? That's you know, what, what, what are you on about? Yeah, we're Liz and Brian, we're husband and wife, and we meet together. Well, obviously, we don't just meet together <laughs> for the Three podcast. Days. <laughs> We actually sleep in the same bed as well. Yes. <laughs> but um, no, what I meant to this say... This podcast is actually from our bed. <laughs> yeah. What I meant to say is that we discuss life, the dramas of life. We try and keep it very real, um, taking you through. We're both in our 50s. Brian's nearly in his 60s. Mm-hmm. And we're just sharing what life is like as a married couple. We work from home. We've started our own business. We love to travel the world. We've got two young adult kids that we talk about quite often that you'll hear about later on and yeah we just talk about life in general yeah. um, I don't know what it is about having a little look on someone else's life how what you know that you find that so I think the word is like reassuring when you listen to someone I love listening to reassuring and relatable yeah that's what you that's what we try you try and be when you're actually talking something this is our take on everything yeah. and hopefully some people go, oh, you think just like me or I, I totally think the same. You know, we might be completely off the mark on some things, but that's our take. Yeah, I don't it, think you can be completely off the mark on things because no. at the end of the day, that is your opinion, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. So, And also, you know, especially if you're talking about your feelings and things like that. Yeah, it's just, yeah that's it. Yeah. 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 So going back to the feelings, feeling a lot better. You know, you still have little wobbly bits, but it's it's getting better. So mm. that's great. And I just feel more positive. So things are moving in the right direction and i really think it helped talking about it on the podcast it did it made a huge difference it did didn't it yeah and especially you know i had a friend uh randy and dan who was who, who did a podcast with you a zoom on youtube the other day and that's been released on youtube and that guy you know he sent me such a lovely message to say i'm so glad that you did this because mm. I, I feel similar like this at times you know and yeah you just think thanks but, yeah you know thanks for those two guys for reaching out and well done to you well done to you for putting yourself yep. in front of the microphone and opening up like that because we weren't we weren't com- comfortable at first were no. we about putting it out but yeah. actually the feedback that we've had has just been it's been incredible it and it's just it's been it's been great because men don't say enough they, they just and, they, and you should you know mm. it's like it's just to, just talk to anyone you know do a podcast yourself even sometimes just i know get it out there i know yeah yeah so have you got anything else you want to say about that no, I think, you know, positive moving forward. That's yeah. that's the way I, I'm feeling. So but don't be good. like, you know. No, I'm not I'm not putting it under brushing it under the carpet, Liz. Far no. from it. You know, I'm aware of what happened. And, you know, that's you're aware of those feelings when they come and you know, they're sitting there on your shoulder and uh, in your head. And as long as you're aware of them, you can then, you know, go, OK, uh, I recognize that. Mm. And it's just it's when you, you you carry on regardless and just let it build and build and build. And then you get really, you know pissed off for want of a better word yeah you know and then everyone around you gets pissed off because you're pissed off do you know the biggest gift i think you can give someone is the the gift of your ear your your attention mm-hmm. you know just listening to them yeah and just saying what is it you want to talk about and after you released that podcast um a good friend of ours cliff ravenscraft reached out to you didn't he, he did, and yeah. said you know, do you want to talk? I'm here for you to talk. And you yeah. had a 90 minute conversation with yeah. him. An hour and a half with Cliff. Yeah. It was just so, uh, it was great because, you He's know, a professional just, coach. We've talked about him before, but he reached out as a friend and that I really saw a massive difference in you after that. And yeah. I think that along with your, your other comments from other guys that you got yeah. on YouTube and your emails that you got. I just think, I just, I just, I just really want to say thank you, you know, just thank you. To all those people, yeah. Thank yeah. you to all those yeah. people, yeah. It was. Big big thanks to Cliff, yes. Yeah. Anyway, Bry's all right. But the yes. thing is, I've spent the week bawling let's, my eyes out. Let's flip the coin yes. to you, Liz. You can wear the crown. <laughs> make it all about yeah. me now, look. <laughs> my turn. I'll get my, my tea, look. <laughs> um, yeah, we are half empty nesters. As from Saturday, our little girl, our 18-year-old baby, has gone and moved to the capital city of New Zealand on her own. And it's been 
It's been, I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It's been flipping horrific. It's been hor- It's horrific a bit harsh, do you think? I horrific think so. is a little bit hard no, going, not. but it's it's, it's it, I think it's been horrific it's been for you. Horrific, it's it's actually. been heart-wrenching. It would be that that's the word I think I would use. Oh. Because you, you know, it, horrific would be something really horrendously bad, but it's heart-wrenching and, and gut-wrenching and and you feel horrible all the times because your daughter, she's only 18 and uh, most people have gone, you know, to college and uni, but she hasn't. She's gone to to have, she's got a part in a theatre company and now she's got to find a job as well mm. to pay for her. You know, she's got a few bits of saving, which she's been working in um, hospitality as a serving coffees every day for the last two years, saving a bit of money and her money's starting to dwindle pretty quick, isn't it? And With, she's, um, yeah. And she, and she goes, and think that's the hardest part is knowing that she's alone down there as such now every parent is listening to this knows exactly how i'm feeling i know you do because you'd be a weird parent if you just thought well it didn't bother me when they moved out you know happiest day of my life yeah yeah some people uh, like that no they say that though brian that's what i'm trying to say people do say that and people have said that to me and they're like oh i couldn't wait But I tell you what, the minute that door closes and you sit down on the couch and you look over at a pair of shoes that they've left by accident or the cushion that they always used to sit and hold while they were watching a video, it is absolutely, it's like you say, it's it's heart-wrenching. And it's just been as much as we've, we've known that she's been going since November. So that's been what, November, December, January, what are we now, nearly February. Yeah. We've known all that time and it's like, it's that horrible thing because as a parent, you've got to be strong. You can't just go, oh, I'm dreading you leaving. I mean, you could, but that would just screw them up to buggery, wouldn't it? So you can't do that um, as much as you want to. And it's just been that horrible feeling of like, it's almost been not fake, but just, you know, when something's coming to an end and you're trying to pretend it's not coming to an end and everything's normal and like, Oh, yeah, we won't talk about the fact that in January you're not going to live here anymore and you're not going to be sitting down for dinner with us every yeah. night. And Yeah, but it's like when you, you know, I mean, we, we notice it when we go back to visit family or something like that. So say in England, you go back and see them and you're there for, say, six days. And the first day you get there is great. Second day is brilliant. And then the next three days is that transition because you know you're going, yeah. isn't it? That's what you're talking about mm-hmm. is that feeling of and then you just think I should just go now, actually. Because realistically, uh, well, that's I, I what just she kept get, saying. Yeah, yeah. She just kept saying, "I wish I would, uh, you know, as much as I'm loving being here, and I just want to just be there. I yeah. just want to go." Anyway, so so this has been like in the family, in the house. Her brother's still at home, Sunny, and like I say, it's been a really every single night. I've tried to make it so special. We've been, she's, you know, we've just had lovely meals, haven't we? And just. Mm. Lots of talking. Work's been pushed to a side. I mean, thank you to all the people that have emailed me and I haven't replied to you or I haven't got back to you. I haven't kept my part of the bargain for a Zoom call with you because literally the last few months or definitely the last few weeks, everything's been shelved. It has because the amount of times you've been out with her, even just to go and choose something for her to take. Yeah, buy some shelves or... That's it, buy a, a closed rail because it's an unfurnished flat that she's moving into, isn't it? And, mm. you know, and, you know, she's going from a, a small bedroom here in the house to a, a slightly bigger room. But she's, she don't, you know, it's trying to sort a bed out for her and try and not only that, you've got to, it's 500 kilometers away, like, you know, mm. so it's all that stuff, the logistics of everything. It's just, it's been, it's not been easy, has it? We're, we're a, a super, I mean, I'm sure everyone is, but um, we are a super close family. Yeah, we are. Um, you know, we sit down for, we're still 18 and 21, the kids, every night they sit down for dinner with that they're us. they're at home, yeah. yeah. When they're at, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously if, when they're at yeah. home. We're not, you know, it's just, and we have big conversations every night. We're big talkers, our family. And so it's just been, we have been processing it every single night she's before yeah. leaving. I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing, because actually I was thinking, you know what i just like to not even talk about this and sometimes i think that we over talk things you know like yeah but we, we've got last night at the table with sunny and everything yeah. just talking about that well no that just that, that just that just that just needed with, to be, to know, be talked with, no it's it just relationship with tess and that yeah. needed to be talked about but you can see why people we, we have people in our community that uh move, move to, people move to new zealand and you can see why some people, they just spring it on the parents, don't they? It's like, we're going to New Zealand. Yeah. When are you going? Next week. 
yeah. literally like that, isn't it? Like yeah. or, or two weeks, and it's like, how long have you known this? Oh, for six months. But why didn't you tell us? Because we didn't. We just wanted to live normally with you. Yeah, I've told you, you this before, so I've I, I know that people, but some people won't know this. But my mum, she is the like my family and your family, Byron's family and my family. We are the complete opposites, yeah, aren't are. we? Yeah, your family sure. are very like I'm talking about my that our mums and dads. Your family were very or are very. Um, Lo- I don't want to say loving because it's our family are loving. But yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you what my mum's like, and Brian's family are the opposite of this. My mum, if if she would come and like, for instance, come over and see you, and like, because we used to live in Bath, yes, and she lived like in Newquay or something yep. in Cornwall, which was like five hundred miles away and three hundred and fifty miles away. Because we knew we were going to have to say goodbye in the morning, we'd be like, okay, we'll just wave you off in the morning, and you go. I'd wake up and she'd be she'd gone. Yeah, she'd she'd have got up at five o'clock. And she'd just gone and she'd leave a note going, had a lovely time. See you next time. And and I'd ring her up and I'd be like, why did you just go? And she's like, oh, Lizzie, I don't want to do it. I'm not, I, I'm just not, I don't want to put you through that. Go and have a coffee with Brian and have a nice time. You don't want to be waiting, mm. hanging around for me to leave. Yeah, but that's her opinion. And I used to really get annoyed with that. And I'd think, you know, that's just stupid. And why did you do that? But you can kind of see that mentality of, yeah. Why are we putting ourselves through this? Yeah, you because know? it's cruel to be kind type thing, isn't it? It's like you get up and it's like you go to get your mum and say, oh, breakfast is ready and she's gone. And yeah, like, well, good, oh. because she doesn't want to yeah. sit there well, looking at do oh, all them pancakes. Yeah, but you know, Brian, <laughs> she doesn't want to sit there going, oh, do you remember oh, when we used to do her. that? Yeah. This time this time next week, you'll be home or, you know, yeah. this time, oh, it's horrible. It's awful. Yeah, it's like she said when she, she was in, she was over in England with her son, uh, Jamie, and uh, just before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. And she said, you know, she, she'd booked a, a, a bus ride to the airport and it was 12 hours away from getting up in the morning like you know and she said oh, she just wish she'd gone at nine o'clock in the morning I know. And, and not drag it out for it's only because she day. can't drive that she wouldn't she could I know. do that because yeah, she yeah, was yeah. on her own that time but anyway so yeah it's just what was my point about telling you that it was just it's just been a long-winded drawn out thing i have got or we have got such a treat for you next week because next week you're going to listen to, well, I hope you. I hope you're going to listen. You will Please be listening. Listen. Yes, you're going to listen um, to a very, very open, vulnerable, honest, candid, beautiful conversation between me and Tessa the day before she leaves to go to Wellington, and it was one of those times that I was wanting to do it, and I was wanting to do it. I wanted her to do this podcast. I wanted to get it down on on tape or whatever that thing's called that we record on tape tape will do yeah tape and I was it was like too emotional I thought oh I can't I can't do it and I just thought it was you that said didn't you just do it Liz and it was the day before she leaves to go to Wellington and I said to her do you want to just come in and sit down and tell me how you're feeling and she said yeah okay and we do a podcast and that podcast is going to be released next week and you are going to be, oh, you're going to love it. It's absolutely love it. If you've got kids, teenage kids, or even grown up, you know, young adult kids, just listen to it. Because the word, what she tells me in that podcast, it just, it it, it floored me, to be honest. It yeah. just, it, I'm not going to say I more. haven't listened to it yet because no, I haven't had haven't. it up yet. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that was that. We went down on Saturday, took her down to Wellington, cried ever since. And kept, I was fine when we were in Wellington because it was all new and yeah, fresh. Yeah, but and, that's, and you had lots to do with her. You had to sort the room yeah. out with her, and you know we get all the furniture in. And then saying goodbye, yeah. horrific. Oh, no, sorry, I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. Saying goodbye, terrible. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring, does it? Yeah. Saying goodbye, freaking horrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach was wrenching. I got in the car. I was just like, oh my god, I can't leave her. It's awful. We drove away. And then we had this lovely Indian on the way home, didn't we, Brian? That cheered me up a yeah, bit. It did cheer me up a little bit. <laughs> that was nine o'clock at night, wasn't it? We, yeah. didn't, we didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning. No. And then we come back to the house and I was fine. And then I walked in next morning, woke up, walked I walked into the hallway, saw a bedroom door and that was it. Just yep. started crying again. Yep. And it's been like that for two days. But today, I must admit, I feel I feel better. Yeah, it doesn't help having a she's got a, she's not got a car down there. She's left her car here. It's a, it's a little um, BMW mini and it's parked outside the uh our bedroom uh not bedroom our, our bathroom our bathroom window mm. and you walk out and you see it and you just think oh test time mm. and you think yeah. and it's just that's hard yeah you know, it's so uh, i'm gonna have to move the car <laughs> do you know what was really nice today and then we'll move off this subject but we've just been to pack and save to get our shopping haven't we yeah 
And um, Pack and Save is a supermarket in New Zealand. Um, cheapest one, obviously. Yeah, we always go cheap. Yeah, and um, I was in the aisle and I saw the farmer lady who lives over the road, Davina. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't call her a farm lady, but that's well, which, <laughs> I don't well, know why yeah, I said that. The, she's a lady who owns a farm. She's our neighbour who's but yeah. who's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, it sounded yeah, bad. The farmer lady. Yeah, not only that, she, I think she's a second damn black belt as well. Oh, is she? I think yeah, so. She's, Something she's like our first damn black belt, yeah. But my point is she's very Kiwi and she's very Salt of the Earth. Yes. She's very yes. she's not this little weak flower. Of a lady, no. like you know, she's she, just imagine she's a she's a hardworking farm hand, yeah. farm woman who owns the farm. Oh God, I'm digging myself in a ditch here, aren't I? I'm digging myself in a farm ditch. Anyway, I saw her in the aisle next to the dried spice, the herbs and spices. I know, I did say hello, but walked past. Yeah, and she yeah. said, "Oh, how, how's everything going?" And I said about what the kids were doing. I said, "Oh, Tessa's gone to Wellington," and her face, she just said, "How are you feeling?" And I thought, "Shall I do the old?" I'm fine, you know. Oh, everything's mm. fine. And I was tempted to do that because I thought, well, she's not going to want to listen to my sorrows and woes. No. And I just said, oh, pretty crap. And she went, oh, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to hug her, you know. Yeah. And I just said, but she's got twins. She's, she's got twin she's girls. Got twin girls she? and a boy. Yeah. yeah and they're, 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 they're 23, 24. Yeah, similar age to yeah. um, Sunny, aren't they? And she just said, you know what, Liz? She said, it just takes time. She said, yeah. it really takes time. And I just, I don't know. There was just something about the fact that. Uh, uh, this big, strong lady, woman, farmer, Kiwi. Yeah. She all of a sudden, it was like all that melted away, and she was just mm. uh, me and her, our eye contact, and she just, she, uh, just her words, like you know, it just takes time, and I just, oh, I just said, you know what, Davina, I said that means such a lot to me what you've just yeah. said. It did. It meant more than. That's great because I mean a lot of Kiwis don't. They're almost like, no, time for the kids to go, 18, off yeah, they go. It just meant more to me than probably anything else because it was just if she's struggling. And I don't, I don't mean if you're a farmer and you don't struggle, but do you know what I mean? It's just like she's always come over to me as being like, like you say, she's karate, black belt karate. She's just a strong woman, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I always just think, oh, it's just people like me that are struggling with things like this. But it's not. It's every parent. That's no, all I've got to say do. on it. Before we tell you, actually, before I read my section of the book, because now we'll just go on and talk to you about, before we, we're going to end this podcast with the Paris story that <laughs> happened in Paris. <laughs> um, but before before I tell you about the book, yep. I just wanted to say again, thank you so, so much to everyone. Um, it's mostly people on YouTube who listen to the audio podcast on YouTube who have just left gorgeous comments and so supportive about me reading my book on on air like yes. this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. reading it out loud. They're just like, oh, loving the book. Can't wait for it to come out on audio. We're going to have a big job on our hands when we do that, actually. Bro. That's a big edit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really, really supportive. So I just wanted to give you a very quick update about um about the the editor because i know that i shared a podcast with you it was called um the harsh no it was what was it called the harsh realities wasn't it or something yes about... i think it was the harsh realities on a, an email or a podcast no a podcast a podcast about when i told oh, about the editor wasn't yeah, it? yes yeah yes, yeah oh no it was called was it called a bit brutal or something like anyway it mm. was oh no a ruthless response there we go there yeah, we go was, yeah. God, i'm just full of these brilliant yeah titles aren't i these hard like hitting Clef. titles <laughs> <laughs> we need to be more professional bry yeah we do anyway so i told you on that podcast about sending my manuscript my first two chapters and into an in, into an editor and her ripping me apart and saying it was rubbish and don't even bother and don't give up your day job well, she didn't say that really but you know and then I went with another editor oh and she is wonderful and the reason I'm only going to go into this in a little bit of detail is because next week <laughs> it's all happening next week but next week, we're going to share something with you that is new and exciting and something that we've planned, been planning for a while, actually. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, we're not going to tell you what that is now, so you'll have to tune in next week. Um, when That's you... going to be not next week, it's going to be the week after no, next. No, no, it's, ne it's next week Tessa, with no. Tessa's podcast. Oh, yeah. with Tessa's I'll podcast. be announcing it at the end of Tessa's ah, podcast. Right. Yeah. And you'll hear, you'll just get to, you, everything will come to light and you'll everything will just make sense when I tell you next week. Um, what this new and exciting thing is. Okay. So, but that does include something about my book. Right. And 
So just to give you a, a very brief outline before we dive into the book, I sent the editor, I sent my new editor, the two chapters. Yeah, the nice she, editor. The nice editor. Yeah. She was absolutely lovely. She did loads and loads of edits. I mean, when someone says, I've never written a book before, so I have no idea. And I've never used an editor before, so I have no idea. But when they say, we're going to edit it. Have, mm. have you seen it? Did I show you what she's done? I saw a few things. It's a bit like I used to get, because I was never great at English when I was at school. And it's a bit like when you take your English essay or comprehension into the teacher and then it would just come back with 24 corrections. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it would be like, mm, okay. To be honest, it was brilliant. But like I say, you'll find out more next week about how I felt about that. And that, uh, yeah, it all will be revealed next week. But it's going well with the editor. That's all I'm going to say. She's yeah. she's editing the first two chapters and um, and I'm happy with her. There's been some things that we've talked about. But like I say, talk yeah. about that next week. So we're just okay. going to jump right in now and share the chapter. So just to give you a backstory. If you've been listening along to these to these readings of this book that's going to be released in March, I hope in late March. I'm saying that very tentatively. I'm it may be April, but I'm hoping it's going to be late March. This is a book that I am writing about the stories of what happened when me and Brian and our two teenagers, aged 16 and 13, went backpacking around the world for a whole year. We did it on $75 US dollars a day. So we did lots and lots of roughing it and lots of sleeping on people's couches and crappy Airbnbs and all the rest of it. And it's just this this story is, this book is just the stories from each country of the hilarious things that happened um, on that trip. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm reading out chapter one, the, the, the very first chapter. And this is what I've been doing on the podcast. I've been reading it out loud. And we're halfway through chapter one. We're up to, the, I've introduced Brian. I've introduced the kids, um, Sonny and Tessa. I've introduced myself and told you why I wanted to write, travel the world and, you know, do these things. And now this part of the story is how we actually came to decide to travel the world for a year. And now, introducing Liz's book that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Take it away, Liz. They say everyone can remember significant dates in their lives, don't they? Like when Kennedy was shot or when Elvis died. I don't know anyone who can't recall what they were doing when Diana climbed out of her Cinderella carriage and walked up the aisle to marry two-timing Charles. I remember the exact minute we decided to change our lives to throw everything up in the air to travel the world. Me, Brian and the kids, for a whole year. We were camping at Blue Lake in Rotorua on the North Island of New Zealand and had spent the day at Kerosene Creek, a popular tourist spot with gorgeous free hot pools. On our way back to the car, we got chatting with a bunch of young backpackers they were buzzing with energy and youthfulness and began sharing the places they'd been to and all the adventures that lay ahead. They were so incredibly carefree and joyful, as is the case when you're 20 and think your tummy will always be flat and you'll never get tonsil stones or piles. Their zest for life and adventure was infectious. That night, outside the tent, feeling warm and relaxed, Brian and I drank wine and chatted about our day. We reflected on our earlier conversation with the backpackers and agreed that their enthusiasm was magnetic. As the wine loosened our tongues, we began to fantasise about what it would be like to travel the world with the kids. Where we would go, what would we do, how long would we go for, how much money would we need? This wasn't a new topic of conversation for us. When Sonny and Tessa were babies, Brian and I would repeatedly talk about how one day we would take them around the world with us, show them different things, see the world through their eyes. But as the years passed, those conversations grew less and less frequent and gradually the dream just fizzled out. Went away with the weight of heavy mortgages, formal education and businesses that required both partners to babysit for 11 months and 20 days of the year. 
But that night at the campsite, oh, it was different. Our old conversation was born again, pulled up from the weeds, raised out of the ashes. And rather than see blockages and obstacles and no's, we saw only possibilities and potentials. And why the hell not? I'll never forget how I felt that night. It was magical, freeing, exciting. The wine and the words just never ceased to flow. And I remember looking up at the stars and just wishing that I could bottle that positivity and just keep it forever. The next morning I expected to get up and find the itch gone, to feel embarrassed and rather sore. We've all been there, haven't we? When what seems like the best idea ever at half past eleven at night seems ridiculous and absurd at ten past nine in the morning. Nights like that are usually followed by mornings where you say, we really need to cut down on the amount we're drinking. I think we're alkies. Let's only drink wine at the weekend from now on, shall we? But this wasn't one of those mornings. Rather than being brought to our senses by the sunshine, we were more eager and determined. The itch hadn't gone away. It was still there, bigger and ticklier than before. And yes, it's true. I'll admit we were slightly hungover, but who cares? We were on our holiday. And anyway, everyone knows that red wine is good from blocking the arteries. For the remainder of our stay, we talked of nothing else. The dream had reawakened. We were going to travel the world with our kids for a year. The plan started to hatch. We put our heads together like a couple of lovebirds and thought long and hard about the possibility of doing the thing that we would remember forever. Taking a year out of our lives to travel the world with our kids. Eight days later. Oh, I hate it when holidays come to an end. It's rubbish. It's amazing when you actually look back at it and you think, you know, because it's what five years ago now, isn't it? When we when we when we started out on that that mm. adventure, and it's just it's so good to be able to hear it again because uh, it just sparks all those those feelings. Bring back the, memories, Brian. Yeah, it does. Mm. You know, of of where we were and how we got to where we are now. Yeah, you know, it's just like that was the very start of it, wasn't it? Yeah, um, little campsite in uh, uh, Blue Lake. Do you know? Just going, just dealing with it. This is the other thing I meant to say, and I never said it. Um, I've been writing this book now for two years. Can you believe that? I met a guy today. Just just go off on a tangent a minute. I met a guy today from New Zealand Stories and he wanted to just meet me and just say hi and he promotes New Zealand. and he's Around the world. Around the world. Yeah. He's promoting New Zealand for on the, the world stage, yeah. yeah. And that's another story. But And he said to me, and I know for a fact that he's written four or five books, I think he's written. And I said, oh, how long did it take you to write your book? And he said, four months. Hey, a morning. No, four months, Bry. Yeah, it's that's taken quick. me eight, and he did eighty thousand words. It's taken me two years yeah. to write fifty thousand words. Yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? It is, but you have been doing other things, Silas. Yeah, you know. Yeah, lots of other things. Anyway, what I was saying is going back to the emptiness test thing. I've been writing this book for two years, yeah. and this book is set five years ago when Tessa was thirteen years old. And we went traveling around the world for the year. Yeah. And every day when I sit down to write this, writers who are out there listening to this will understand this. When you're writing, you just, you, it's like stepping into a magic wardrobe. It really is. You just open it and you leave behind your house and Brian and our life here now. And, mm. you know, and you step back into India and she's 13. Yeah. And the sounds start. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, don't cry, Liz. No, don't start that. Because, no, I won't. Uh, I won't. Yeah, no, yeah, I won't. Yeah. But yeah, it, and it's been, it's been, I don't know if that's been healthy, you know, I just don't know if that no, has been good because she's the, 18 and yeah. she's leaving and it's like, she's not 13 anymore. She, we're not, we're not, you know. I know, but it's, it's like you're in a time um, capsule or something and you keep going back you know to yeah. those days is a bit like about time isn't it you know that film with um the, the dad and everything and uh, the son who can they go into like a wardrobe and think of something and they go back to that particular yeah. time and you, you'd kind of keep going back to the good bit all the time wouldn't yeah. you like, you know and it's just it was really funny because you know when she was here um oh god you you honestly i'm, I'm going to change the name of this podcast <laughs> and i'm just going to call it, it's a crying podcast <laughs> it's a crying shame <laughs> it's a crying shame isn't it? <laughs> 
Oh, Liz. Okay, so okay. well, at least you know. At least you know how this is. This is what I'm teetering on at the moment. I know, um, and it's been like it for a while. I'll admit. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't think you know. I've been here, like I say, and I was writing, and then I'd go out, and she'd be saying things like, oh, "I can't wait to go clubbing in Wellington," or you know, "I can't wait to go to a bar in Wellington," and. Mm. Uh, it's it takes you a minute to go oh she's not that 13 year old little girl anymore yeah. she's this you know and she doesn't come up i mean she does still come up and put her arms around you that's not true but you know just i don't know back then when they're that young and you're still writing about it it's just they're different she's mm. different of course she is she's five years older she's different you know and i was different to her back then and just it's just been a really, really interesting journey and it's just come, oh, that's the dog wagging a tail. And it's just come at a time when it, you know, the end of the book is coming, it's going to be released in March. And ironically, she's moved out, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's almost like a, well, that's the end of that chapter. Mm. And that's it, you know? It, yeah. That's all, yeah, it's just, Yeah. Well, yeah, it is the end of that chapter, but it's like you say, you've still got to go back in and edit and edit and edit for the next month or so. Like, you know? I know, so but writing still... it was the hard part, yeah, right? Editing so. is easy. It is, isn't it? Editing because is just you, you, take yeah. that word out, change that word, you know, just... You just describe a bit yeah, more on this. I've done the emotional like, part yeah. of it. I've yeah. written what it was like, you know, to be with her when she didn't want to go and stay in that house in Japan. Yeah, exactly. I've written yeah. about how how she, you know, all these stories, like she was just so embarrassed about me going and doing this yoga class in India. She was dying of embarrassment. Embar embarrassed all the time. Well, she did. She just did the whole trip, was just a, a one yeah. massive embarrassment for her. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. And we thought we were being so cool. We were like, oh yeah, they're going to look back at this yeah. and say, look at my parents. They took us around the world. Uh, they're probably, probably knocking on, I don't I don't know, 300 nights we all slept in the same room. Oh, 365. Well, well, so, we didn't, some of them wasn't did, one did night occasionally we have the, the other room. Oh, but right. not very often, was it, like, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so staying on the travel-y thing, let's just end this podcast before I stop blubbing my eyes out. Yeah. Let's just end this podcast with the Paris story. So, um, again, if you're new, if you're coming to this and think, we did a podcast called family time peace or pressure and it was about the, the our christmas what our christmas had been like it's only a couple of episodes back so you can go back and listen to that and we touched on what it was like brian bought me some perfume from um and he bought it me because we'd been to stay with someone in paris on our travels six months ago we went to stay with this french director and she smelt beautiful and i said to brian i really want her perfume yeah and then we went back to see her again um, and Brian had horrific diarrhea because she poisoned him. <laughs> she didn't poison <laughs> she me. Did. Uh, well, actually, she it wasn't, did. It wasn't her who, who did it. It was just, I just think it was, um, I don't know, we'd been travelling a long time and, you know, you say, you turn around to someone and you say you're gluten-free um, and for some unknown she, reason they, they cook you the most weirdest food in yeah, the world. she poisoned you. Yeah, it wasn't poison. <laughs> <laughs> she gave you that really fruity, figgy tart. I think it was just lots of figs and coconut and almond Tell powder and everything else. You and, know, after you've yeah. had a baby and you get constipated, well, you don't yeah, know this. Just but... have a piece of that. Well, no, that's what they say. They say, mm. just sit there and just eat figs all day. Yeah. And you will never have to worry about yeah. being constipated after you've had a baby. Yeah. So what I'm it's saying... It's a drama podcast you brought to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> brought to you by what are we sponsoring today the, the figgy paste <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah that's why anyway so Brian had this horrific constipation no not constipation <laughs> the, opposite. the opposite Brian was in the bedroom oh this is just horrific I feel sick I'm, yeah. I can't leave the toilet blah 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 and when he gave me the perfume sorry Brian it's true when he gave me the perfume it smelled like a toilet no <laughs> all I could think was Oh, I don't like this. It reminds me of that woman that night that when night. Brian had that really bad diarrhea. Yeah. And so <laughs> we told that story on the podcast called Family Time, Peace or Pressure. And we went on to say, and there was another part of that story. And if you want to hear it, email us. And two people emailed us. <laughs> That's enough <laughs> so to make a podcast. Get, yeah, exactly. Cliff and Madison, here, the, here you go. Here is yeah. the story of Paris. So... 
we were around this big table, this big farmhouse French table. oak farmhouse table. Yeah. And it was an Airbnb where the host was cooking for us. It was something it was quite cheap, wasn't it? 50 euros. And they were... 25 euros each, each included yeah. wine and uh, like a four-course meal, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And normally when you have... This is quite common when you're travelling through France. It's quite a common thing for hosts to do. Yeah. And it's like when you're out in the country and there's no other restaurants and stuff. Or you just want to eat some nice home-cooked French food. And it was food. in the middle of nowhere. It was beautiful. Uh, not far from Paris or wherever it was. Yeah, yeah. it was gorgeous. And but when we turned up, um, what, when you go, you always expect there's going to be other guests there. You know, the, the, it's, yeah. ne it's never just going to be you. Yeah. And we turned up, me and Bri, we're English, if you haven't guessed. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, but you have to set the scene, don't you? You, you? You're sitting there at the table where, like you say, we're English. The hosts, the husband who's doing all the food can just about speak English. He, he struggles, but yeah. he, 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 he's totally, you know, you can converse with him. She is pretty damn fluent. And the director, the director. who owns that, she's French. Yes. She wears yeah. a, a short bomber jacket, fur coat. She wears red reading glasses, but they're up on top of her head. And she's got beautiful streaked gray, black hair, just punky, like short. Yeah. She's just got loads of that big, lovely, long black eyeliner on, you know, that French yeah, gorgeous people. women wear. Yeah. And she's just gorgeous. So even if she did poison bry and smelling of this lovely perfume yeah. that doesn't smell of diary. <laughs> and so her and her husband. Yeah. And opposite, oh, opposite. I'm just about oh, to on. say, go on then, you say it. You say it. No, go no, on, you no, say fine. it. No, go on, you say it. <laughs> well, opposite were a, a French couple. Yes. Who could not speak a word of English. Right. Okay, carry on. <laughs> so opposite, and also there's these other guests were a French couple that couldn't speak English. And, um, and then they were there. And so we turned up and we thought, okay, it's us, me and Brian, the couple who have run it and the French couple. This is going to be tricky. Why? Yeah. Because they couldn't speak. It's amazing, though. They could Brian, speak a bit of English. I can speak a little bit of French. I know, but they could speak a bit of English as well. But they, they, they're a couple opposite us. All yeah. of a sudden, they started speaking English. Well, that's what you learned at school, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah. You'd yeah. be surprised. You know when these people say, oh, you know, no, no, speak English. No, you yeah, speak English. Yeah, you can. Of course they can. Yeah. They know, understood they every know word a we said. thing about a thing, It's just they were being French. Yeah. It's yeah. a very, it's a, it's, it's a great thing. I've told you this before that if you go and I used to do this all the time when I worked in France, you go and wait on tables, go and serve an English family <laughs> and pretend that you're French yeah. just so you can hear them saying, she's a, she's a bit stuck up, isn't she? Why just yeah. go and ask for the other waitress? She knows what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> ask her this, <laughs> ask her that. And then, yeah, so you can just pretend that you don't speak, that, that speak English. So that's quite a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, so we're sitting here having this meal and, and then late to the table walks in this lady with long blonde, was it like long? It was, long, it was blonde hair, yes. Blondy sort of grey hair. Yeah. And just... Sort of grey hair. No, well, I don't wish, it was like, I don't want to be insulting, that's no. the thing. But she You're just was, saying that she's just slightly older than me. What? Just slightly older than me. Yeah, and not as dyed hair as me. Pretend that my hair isn't dyed. That's what the colour of hair was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she walked in. She was from California. Yes. Um, And she was a friend of... Because you know what directors are like. You know, these theatre people, they all know each other. All arty, lovey doveys. They are all yeah. arty. And it's beautiful. It's lovely to witness. And she walked in and 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 the lady who owns the, the, the Airbnb said... Oh, this is, and she said her name. What was her name? I, I don't know. know. Shirelle or something. I don't know. Let's say her name was Shirelle, yeah. Oh, this is Shirelle. She is from America and she will be joining us for dinner tonight. That's how she said it. Yeah, that's just like it was. Well, yeah, it was. It was. And she, Shirelle, she's about six foot five, long blonde hair. <laughs> she was, Brian. Yeah. She's very, very beautiful. Very beautiful. And she was wearing, she's from California, so everyone's beautiful from yeah. there. And she was wearing like this. She'd just come off the flight from America and she still looked gorgeous. And she's wearing this like poncho-y thing, like, you know, like flowy poncho, lots of silver bangles, big rings. Do you know who she reminded me of? Who? Um, oh, what was that? A Sunset Boulevard. Oh, Norma Desmond. Yeah, but with... Well, she was about 90. Well, no, she wasn't. She was? She wasn't. She wasn't decrepit. No, she wasn't decrepit. She was just in her 60s, that's all. Oh, was she? Yeah. <laughs> we saw that show when we were 20. <laughs> Poor old little Lane Page. I wouldn't be happy that you're saying she was 90. Anyway, in walks this American goddess. 
and she, uh, she's introduced to the table. Bonjour, oh, bonsoir, bon, bonsoir, yes, well, sit down and we're all going to eat. And she made an absolute beeline for Brian. The young whippersnapper Brian? in the corner. Yes. She did. And I'm going to say, Brian, and I don't care, don't get me wrong, because no. I'm not a jealous person. Yeah. But you, you've got to admit, you were like kind of flirting with her, weren't you, Brian? Well, I, I like to be nice to people. No, but you were just like, oh, hello. And, you know, like he said, hello. I think what it so was obviously is, flirting. I think what it was is we'd just done six weeks in Italy, not met one English speaking person there. And then another week getting back to where we were traveling. So we'd like you've had like seven weeks without having a conversation. I think that's why I felt it was just like, oh, I can talk to someone yeah. and they can hear me. They can understand me without. So she was sitting at things. the end of the oak table. Brian to my was right. to your right. And so oh, yeah. Brian was sitting at the end and then I was sitting next to Brian. And then, yeah, so. And I just kept hearing Brian saying, oh, so what, what, you know, what, what, what is, brings you here? Yeah, what brings you here? Yeah. And first thing, the flag that gave me a little bit of a warning your thing is bry you've always said this about me and it's yeah. very true so you should never forget this i'm quite a, I'm, well not quite i am very good judge of character when i meet someone i think yeah. i know straight away i'm like mm, you're either dodgy or you're not dodgy yeah. and i'm thinking and i knew you know i thought okay i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt but as soon as i heard her say well two things let me tell you the two things that she said that put the flags up for me she said I left my daughter and I'm going to try and do my American accent. Are you married? Uh, no, she didn't. Yeah. Are you single? <laughs> What's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> I've got something I can help with that. Um, she said, I left my daughter and daughter in America. And um, she goes, but why the hell? You know, I'm coming over here to start a new life. And I thought, oh, that's a bit harsh. I don't like people who talk know, about their daughters at, like at, that. At her age, she came over just on a holiday visa as well. She's got no yeah. visas. Yeah. She's come over here to start a new life. This is what to I'm live in this Europe is what I can hear with yeah. gathering from what your conversation was. To live in Europe to start a new life. Yeah. And we said, Oh, you know, what are you gonna do? She went, You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do whatever I'm called to do. I thought, Well, that's yeah. a bit weird. It, Isn't it, Brian? It, it, You've got it, to it, at least have some sort of plan, <laughs> you know? I, oh. But you know, she she would quite I said, So what is you do you have like a trade or something? I, well, I ha I have all these social media accounts. I'm on this, this, and this, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, started getting her phone out, yeah, didn't but, she? And it's just like, what are you on? And I'm like, I'm nothing. I don't do any social media. But and this is the clincher. Yeah. You. No, I'm not going to say stupidly because that's not a very nice thing to say. No. You very kindly because you are a very that's, nice person like that. Sounds like jealousy to me. No, you kindly <laughs> gave her your WhatsApp number, didn't you, Bri? You said I'm not on social media. Yeah, lovely lady. Apart from WhatsApp and um, LinkedIn. Well, you and can find so. me on YouTube. <laughs> I'm often on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> spilling the beans. But uh, yeah, I'm not on. Here's my WhatsApp number. You said, and she said, "Oh, that would be lovely. I want to connect with you." And, um, yeah, because there's me thinking innocently she'd be an interesting person to even have on the she podcast. She was very because, interesting. Because, you know, she, she was like, I think she was about 65 or something yeah. like that. And she'd, you very know, brave. she didn't want to live in America anymore. She didn't like the political side of things over there. And she was wanting to live in, um, in well, she wanted to have, she live in Paris, didn't she? Mm. And she was staying, she was a friend of the directors and she was letting her stay for free for a few nights just to get on her, her feet. But, you know, and she was saying things like, Oh, I'm a model. I, I do modeling and mm. stuff like that. And it's just like, mm. well, well, that, yeah. And this is what I'm saying. She was yeah. about six foot eight. I mean, she was literally, she could tap you on the head. You were that small compared yeah. to her. Yeah. She was towering above you at the end of that table, yeah. but it was like a giant. Well, I had to have cushions on the seat. I know, you just lift you up a little bit so you could hear what she was saying. <laughs> so could I contact her? Thanks, Liz. No, but listen. And then that's the first flag. So she said that. And then the second yeah. flag, she said, um, well, actually, do you know Why what are you sitting on them cushions? Yeah. You know what the second flag was for me, Brian? I don't Bri? know. Go on. She said, I'm a translator. She said, I'm flu I'm not going to have. She was just, and I don't know if this is an American thing or not, but she was like, really, I'm going to have no problem living here and getting work. Yeah. Her mindset I'm gonna, was, was bang Her mindset was, yeah, it was. But I don't know. Is that the, I don't know. It's not, the, it's not the British way. That's what you're trying to say. Because you don't normally um, up yourself too much because you're like, you know, you don't want to be brought down in a bang or something. You just, so, no, well, but, there's nothing wrong with being positive. And I 100% agree. It's great to be positive and it's great to say, you know, but a little tiny bit of, well, you've only just met these people. Yeah. She's just literally just met us. We haven't even had our first course yet. Yeah, and, and already she's telling us, I'm going to do what I'm going to come. I'm, I haven't got a visa. Yeah. You know, I don't care about leaving my daughter. 
that that doesn't bother me. I yeah. just walked away from America. I'm going to come here and I'm going to just do whatever it takes. And she's already, before the first course is out, asked, asking you, have you got any social media accounts that I can follow you on and you can follow me on? I don't know. It just seemed a little bit forward. And I, I know what you mean yeah. about Americans. You but know, I think the other side positive. of it as well is like, you never, I never really got to tell her what we did. Oh, she didn't want to know about that. And it's just like, it was just like, bump, this is what I'm doing. And this is my story. Yeah. And this is how I'm, and it's just like, okay, I, 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 you know, I'm happy to, you know, give her more than, you couldn't even contemplate the four second rule. It had to be like a 50 second rule, yeah. where, you know, before you even butted in. What's the four second rule? Well, give them four seconds to explain themselves, like, you know, before you butt in. Brian. That isn't the four second rule. It's not give them four seconds to explain themselves. They haven't literally got four seconds. Like, no, oh, how are least, you? No, One, I've got two, four. Three, I've got four, four seconds oh, before I can butt anyway. in. No. I, it, no, but that's it. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's what it, the four, know. you don't. I'm just skimming over it. Right. The four second rule is when someone finishes talking and they take a pause, mm. then you wait four seconds, not four seconds before, from the before minute I they start Before I can buzz in. <laughs> I'm going to call this podcast four second rule. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So no, you didn't get any four second rule there. No. And the third thing, the flag. For a start, she took far too much of that pork thing. She Did you see how much she took? She hardly left any for me and you. She said, oh, I mean, I know she was hungry. She's just on a flight from America. Yeah, we, we like to, Yeah, we, we put like a little spoon each on I our know, plate. Polite. And thinking it'll come round again. Well, it never got past. I know. Yeah, the poor French she people, not a thing. No, she literally was just spooning all that yeah. meat on her plate. And I just thought, that's greedy, yeah. that, you know. That's, you should yeah. be... You shouldn't be that tall. No, you shouldn't be that big if you don't want to. You shouldn't have such long legs. Um, long, lovely, long legs. And then the fourth thing, or the fifth, I can't remember what it is. And this is the biggest thing that I thought, you're yeah. not who you say. I don't know. There's something quite fishy going on here. I'm not quite happy about this. She said, I'm a translator. Yes. Right. Now, remember, my French is not the best. In fact, it's it's abysmal to be honest it's it's it, well it used to be good conversational french because yeah. you worked in a french bar but i'm not going to sit here now and yeah. tell you how much i can spit i can get by put it that way bleu. yeah put it that say terrible um <laughs> um what's it <laughs> yeah and i've worked in france for a couple of years so that's put it this way i know when i can hear a french person speak i can kind of pick up what they're saying and she said to me oh i'm a translator so when these French people who were sitting opposite us said something, I could understand them. I didn't need her to translate. Yeah. But she said, oh, hang on a minute. I'll tell you what they... Hang on a minute. Uh, let me translate that for you. Because not even asking us, do no. you speak French? She didn't even know that. She didn't even ask about if I'd worked in no. France that time and gone to that table. I'd worked with a Canadian and spoke fluent Canadian. Yeah. She's just, she just overruled the whole table and she said, let me just tell you what they said. And she said, oh, they want to know, can you pass the salt? You know, and things <laughs> like that, you know? And it was just like, oh, come on. Yeah. That you know? Yeah. That's not what she said. Yeah. And so I just thought, yeah. And even then she bit... started speaking to them in French and she was struggling oh, on words yeah. and she kept looking over to her director friend as if like, what's the word I should be saying yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like, so she was all over Bri and I'm literally, she had her hair pulled down over one shoulder. She's leaning forward on Bri, trying to get his social media accounts out of him, out yeah. of his little legs. Mm. And no, she was there, wasn't she, Bri? Yeah. And she was, she said, we should keep in contact, right? So anyway... We go to bed that night. Bry has an awful time with his diarrhea. God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was, it was the worst I've ever seen. Anyway, so the next day we get up, we go in the car. She doesn't she doesn't turn up in the breakfast thing in the morning, does she? She wasn't there in the morning. Probably still staying in bed. So we didn't get to say goodbye. And we was like, oh, so tell Shirelle, whatever her name is. I can't remember what we said her name was. So we said goodbye. And yeah. like, oh, yeah, thank you so much for making Brian so really ill. And, you know, we really appreciate it. Wasn't it. Her fault, was it? No, I know. But, <laughs> you know, I'm just joking. Yeah. And off we drove. Now then, I swear to God, we are not down that road more than, what, 25 minutes? We get down that road. Ping. WhatsApp. It's her. I'm sorry I didn't get to say goodbye to you, Brian. I'd love to chat on a Zoom call. I'm, I'm like, oh, just blood it, block her, block her. Just get it, delete it. <laughs> Carry <laughs> on driving. She's a nutter. Carry on driving. 
Um, but Brian's like, oh, and I think you answered it and you said something nice, didn't you? You're like, oh, yeah, we're traveling at the moment. An hour later, ping, I just want you to know that I've also done nude modeling. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> Hello. Just... <laughs> Brian. What? Telling you that? Yeah. Why? Well, because that, that's what she did. She did nude, 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 nude. It sounded like and a, she said, nude modelling for artists and photographers. Which is lovely. It is. It's very arty and very lovely. Yeah. But what I'm saying, Bright, is why would she tell you that? Because she wanted to send pictures at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm driving. With your smelly bum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they don't know these women, do they? they and don't, this is the thing. No. Be careful if you're a man-eater because you don't really know what's going on to the man you're sending messages That's to. It. You don't know what's happening that night. That was that romantic night. So that is the Paris story, people. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. And so yeah. what happened was we just kept keeping it short and she she was a bit of a, a Well, she, she actually figured out actually who you were. She realised you had a podcast, YouTube uh, stuff. So she wanted to connect to, I don't know, do some nude modelling on the YouTube maybe. Well, it, do you know what? It would have been absolutely i don't want to come across as being a little jealous little old hag it wasn't that it was just there's a way of doing it there's a way of connecting with people yeah and when you're with a husband and wife and you're you know i i, I, you, I know. you know what yeah. it's like well that's it i mean it, you it, don't just go zoom straight for the husband no. and ignore the wife and just be like i don't know i just didn't like the way she she was conducting herself well no I, it to be honest i, I for, she just seemed a little bit out of a depth do you, you think know, she was crazy, Brian? No, she wasn't crazy, but I think she'd bitten off more than she could chew and she was on a countdown for 90 days before her visa ran out. Like, you know, mm. she had a friend in Paris who'd been there for 21 years yeah. without a visa. I know. Can you imagine that? And you just think, oh, I'd even, where'd you live? I know. You know? Yeah. But you can get an apartment, but normally you've got a, I don't know, you've got to have a passport or something that you give them, haven't mm. you? Anyway, anyway, so that's that. And yeah. that's our news. So, like I say, before we go, I hope you like that Madison and Cliff. That's yeah, the, that's the Paris story. <laughs> and um, if you enjoyed that story, Liz at itsadrama.com, please email me and say, or Brian. Brian at itsadrama.com. Yeah, and just to say what you thought. I mean, you know, we sit here week after week talking into these microphones, doing these podcasts, and it would be really, really nice just to hear from you. Just this is why we do it, because we want to connect with you. We want to hear your story yeah. and, you know, just say hello. Even if you just take an email and just say hello and that's it. That's you it, know, yeah. that's all you need to say. Yeah, yeah. We, we would really totally appreciate agree. that. So like I say, next week we've got coming up Tessa's podcast and just some really exciting news that we've been planning for a while that we wanted to to share with you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to do that now. I've said that by no, online. no. That's that's why you, that's why you say it though, because you you know you, that's something you you've actually yeah. Well, I wouldn't have said it then, so I wouldn't say it. Then. No, well, oh, God, let's, well. let's carry on, shall yeah. we? So yeah. that's it. So until next week, thank you so much for being here. I just want to say a personal thank you as well to everyone that reached out when Bri was struggling. Yep, and just just to your support that you've given us and just you're it just does. absolutely lovely. It, it is. It know? makes it makes you feel very um appreciative um or appreciated is what it is, I think. You yeah. know, for um you know we spend many hours doing this and it's it's just yeah. The thing is I love doing podcasting. Mm. It's it's a great it's a great medium, you know, to be able to whisper in your ear like this. Yeah. And it just is like, you know, and it's um it's uh, i'm so glad that people love what we do as well yeah you know? and it makes makes you makes you feel proud when someone you know says hey thank you and, and really appreciate yeah, what you do yeah just very grateful like, and yeah, yeah we are we and, really I mean, are. we're here for you as well yeah and that's like yeah great yeah. thank you so lovely people until next time i will say goodbye and i'll speak to you soon yeah so kia kaha stay strong kia stay true and if you want some those naked shots um email brian it's a drama.com <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have absolutely loved your company. If you enjoyed the show, then head on over to your favorite podcasting app, leave us a review. Obviously, 
it's got to be the five. You know, don't bother if it's going to be one. Don't say that. Yeah, I mean, just, just stay where you are. Don't, if you're not going to give me a nice review, I don't want to know. You can leave us whatever you want, but let's just say that we prefer the, the higher the better. Yes, obviously. Come on now. <laughs> and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, just with someone who needs cheering up or a little bit of laughter or just needs inspiring. Just, Sharing is just caring. hit the share button. Help us along and help everybody else and, you know, join the club. Yes. And don't forget, if you would like to be part of my email newsletter, where I will send you a very, very real and <laughs> honest email every single week, inspiring you, making you laugh, just being part of your life, then head on over to www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter say it again bro www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter i will wait for you there i can't wait to get to know you better should we just do a little bit more no let's go now let's bro. go, let's yeah. go. get the wine out of the fridge and let's go i'm gone okay bye see you now bye bye